This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long-lived play, where greatness is always weird. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. As usual, it's your boy Dad Ninja Dev here on a lovely Sunday afternoon. It smells like ash outside. It's really ridiculous. Uh, Living in Bakersfield, surrounded by fires. It's smoky outside, and it sucks. I almost thought you said it smelled uh, like ass outside. I'm like, whoa, fam. What is going on where you live well, well, this episode's already well, getting an explicit take. I was getting it the anyway. The funny part about that, the funny part about that is if you live in certain portions of Bakersfield, it does smell like ass outside because of all the, the cows and the slaughterhouses and stuff. So yes, depending on where you live, it will smell like ass in Bakersfield. But unfortunately right now, it just smells like ash because we are surrounded by fires. I live in a bowl, so the smoke just comes over and settles. It's ridiculous. That sucks. It does suck. But uh, as you heard, my man, my main man, Delvin Cox is here with me today. How are you? I'm doing good. I was told to tone it down because my apparently my kids listen to this podcast. So in response to that, <laughs> I will say, screw that. Turn down for what? Nope. <laughs> I am not turning anything down. Hi, Delvin and Brianna. Daddy loves you. <laughs> I mean, they live with you, so they know what you like, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> As usual, we're also joined by the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you way up there in Canada? Uh, well, I am. I just finished work, so I'm tired. But also, yesterday was like DC Comics fan Christmas, so I'm also great at the same time. So. Strap in, folks. We're going to get 45 minutes of Superman content from Haley. No, no, no. We, I didn't actually get to see any of the panels. I was at work yesterday. I couldn't watch Oh, thank anymore. God. So, <laughs> Well, this is a PlayStation podcast where we talk about video games. What did that ever stop Haley? Also, please watch Lucifer on Netflix because season five came out. So. I, I actually will second that. Lucifer is dope. I've only seen the first like two seasons, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's really good. Um, also, for those who aren't aware, season five is split into two parts because five was originally going to be the final season, uh, but they enlarged it. So it was a 16 episode order and then they split it into two parts. And then after that, they uh, they managed to get the whole cast to agree to come back for a sixth season, but that one will be the final. So So now there's season six coming at some point as well. But um, I'm assuming the second half release date for season five will be announced in September at Fandom number two. Because like 12 hours before the Fandom event, they announced that they were splitting the event into two days. So so one was... Yeah, yeah, I feel like it was going for 24 hours or something. Oh, no, no. It it did go for 24 hours. Like, it ended at one o'clock this afternoon. But then there's another event in September on the 12th. Uh, for also 24 hours. Um, 
And the Lucifer panel got moved there, so I'm assuming that's where the release date for Part 2, Season 5, will be announced. Um, I've only been able to watch one episode of it, because work. Um, I read more of Midnight Sun, which was funny, because I managed to get everyone in the Discord to agree for a second. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, Because I typed in the Discord... I love Twilight, and then even Donnie, after just telling me not to change, was like, maybe change that. Hey, to be yeah. fair, she's writing two more books in the Twilight series, so you're going to hear about it a lot. Oh, God. That's unfortunate. We're going to need to get you your own show for that, because I won't hear. I, I won't stand for it. We're, this is There's no Twilight talk here in PlayStation. I mean, no. you just had Twilight talk, because that's what Midnight Sun is, so. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, let's just move right along into uh, what we all have been playing. Let's start with you, Delvin. What, what have you been playing, bro? This is going to be short, because... <laughs> Week three of stuff breaking down randomly. Now, it, now it's just moved to the car. I think I feel like it's a poltergeist oh, no. somewhere. Like some strange way, somehow, somewhere. I don't know how this happens, but this is my life now. Both of the car windows, the truck windows, just died. Oh, so I can't roll down oh, my man. truck windows, which would make it very difficult to go to any drive-through in America. Break the window. Just yeah. Yikes. That can't. That thought came to my mind. <laughs> so. <laughs> Side awful. note: Please know that was a joke. Please do not break the windows on your car or truck or vehicle of any kind. Please. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> that was windows cost. I'm a poor man. I'm not buying any windows. Right? Not buying any windows. Delvin, that message wasn't for you. It's for those among us. If, if they're dumb, if they're dumb enough to do that, they deserve to break the windows. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve to take that L. <laughs> but oh, I, I have played two games this week. Surprisingly. Uh-oh. I finally got to play back Ghost of Tsushima, which I'm still nice. loving. I finally reached chapter two. Thank God. You mean, you mean act two? Wow. Act You're two, yeah. Just now in act two. Yes. Oof. That's how long it's been since I played it. It's been right. uh, at least two weeks. So, I have to ask, are you doing Man. side content, or are you just, like, mainlining it? No, I did all the side content for Act 1. Everything. Okay. So, my character yes. is overpowered. <laughs> he will not As be you for, should be. He will not be for very long. Just a heads up. <laughs> He's re- it depends on how you play it. I felt OP the entire game. Uh, it's oh, great. Okay, but but I, I, I think I know how Delvin's going to play it, and he will not be overpowered <laughs> for very long. <laughs> Maybe? My... Uh, <laughs> My armor, I forgot the name of the one that you call it, but it's literally at full, where it basically yeah. says all hits basically take almost no damage. So <laughs> I've been using that armor the whole time. I've been killing it with that game. I like, I still love it a lot. It's awesome. I'm surprised the way Act 1 ended. Because it didn't go in the traditional, I don't want to spoil it, but it didn't go in the traditional way things go when you have that type of story. I'm quite sure we're going to do a spoiler cast, but I'll get into that when we do the spoiler cast. For sure, for sure. But I'm also playing another samurai game. 
Samurai Jack. Damn right. Oh, yeah. And it is not Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> no, I would never have guessed that the Cartoon Network show, Captain J- Samurai Jack, sorry, had something else on my mind. Uh, there's a character in Doctor Who named Captain Jack, and I was about to say that instead of Samurai Jack. Um, I, I would never imagine that, that a game based on Samurai Jack would play completely different to Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. It is. A, I like it a lot. If you like Samurai Jack, you're going to like this game. It is fun. It's very. It has a lot of stuff you could do, like RPG mechanics and stuff like that. It's, it's $39. I'm enjoying it a lot so far. It's, if you like Samurai, like I said, you like, like Samurai Jack, you'll like the game. It's simplistic, but it has like a little bit of. It's like a skill tree is huge. And if you like the show and you know the story, you're going to enjoy this game. That's the best way I can describe it. I like it a lot. What kind of game is it? Is it like a side-scroller? Is it a platformer? Like, platformer. I haven't not, seen not even, it's not even a platformer. It's like a third-person action game. Okay. With, top down or? Kind of like kind of like top down, kind of like open world. kind of. They put you in like these big old areas. You have to fight and stuff like that. It's really good. I like it. It's not very deep, but it's a forty dollar game, so I don't know what to expect from it. All the, I mean, if it's got a huge skill tree, that's that's plenty of depth in a game like that. Yeah, it's surprising how big the skill tree is. Um, the char- all the characters from Samurai Jack that you love seem like they're voiced by the actual voice actors, so that's really good. I think they are, to be honest. One yeah. sec, while you're talking, let me take a look at IMDb and. One of the funnier moments I've had in the game is because my, my kids have never never seen, well, my daughter, my son has watched it and loves Samurai Jack. My daughter has never seen Samurai Jack and I'm explaining to her about Samurai Jack and I'm explaining to her how every time Jack sees Aku, he screams out, Aku! Aku! <laughs> and, it, and as soon as I explain it to her, he immediately does that on the screen. <laughs> and, she, nice. and she just busts into laughter like, yeah. That's the kind of joy I get from Samurai Jack. It's a great show. If you haven't watched Samurai Jack, especially that last season. That last season was awesome. This is kind of a, I want to say it's an alternate so storyline. So, Delvin, I don't remember who mm. voiced Samurai Jack in the show, but in the video game, it's Phil Lamar. That is correct. Phil Lamar voiced him in the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then it's the same cast. Yeah. It's awesome. Nice. I enjoy it. And I will say this. The Cartoon Network games are usually pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, like, they usually are. Like the Steven Universe game is pretty good. Both of them, the there's two of them. The Adventure Time games are pretty good too. Yeah, they're fun, little distractions. They're usually not that long. They're about like eight, nine hours long. Usually what, I, what, I, what I will say is games based on cartoons that look awful that is coming out later this year is that Nickelodeon Kart Racers game because the graphic style on it looks awful. I, I will it's say this. The Nickelodeon games, usually bad. <laughs> they yeah. usually really bad. With the exception of you too. still bought that collector edition of SpongeBob. Yeah, okay, SpongeBob is Sp- decent. SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom was a great game. <laughs> it's a decent. So. That one's decent. But the Nickelodeon games that are like the ones they make today are usually really bad. Do, Delvin, do you remember the like Nickelodeon game that had like Danny Phantom? Uh, Nick Tunes Unite, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. That game was good, 
But also, like, the camera flipped out when you tried to go invisible as Danny, so... I remember that game. That game was pretty good. Yeah. That was a good game, and so was the sequel to it. I forget what else... There was a sequel to it as well. But um, after that, their art style on their games has just got really wild and ridiculous and doesn't look good at all. Yeah, because they try to do, like, the 3D animation Yeah, instead of shell shading, and it looks horrible. I have played none of these things. <laughs> Don't even know what Danny Phantom is. Danny Phantom is a fantastic Nickelodeon cartoon about a boy who uh, is half human, half ghost, and uh, fights crime. So, I'm surprised you don't know that show, because that show's pretty old. That's and twice. Also, also, that... It's probably after I stopped watching Nickelodeon. I mean, to be fair, it was after I stopped watching Nickelodeon too, but I found it on my own, and... It's really good. Uh, there's an episode of Fairly Odd Parents. It's like set in the future that the back of a comic book cover teases Danny Phantom. Uh, it's good. It's honestly my favorite Nickelodeon show. Um, essentially, his parents are inventors and they can never get any of their inventions to work right. So Danny, let, his parents built a portal that is essentially like uh, a portal to the, the ghost realm or whatnot. I forget how it's explained in the show because it's been forever and it's not on any streaming services anymore. Um, but, um, essentially you just, he walks into it because it doesn't turn on, accidentally hits a button on the side, boom, portal turns on. In that second, he becomes half human, half ghost, and gains superpowers and fights crime, which usually involve ghosts. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You lost me. It, it is great, okay? Danny Phantom is fantastic. Also, hi, I'm a giant nerd. We've, we've established this. And there's the episode where the the rock star girl sings the song that's pretty cool. Can't remember Amber, the name. Yeah, Amber. Her name Amber, is Amber. Amber, you will I remember. Will remember. <laughs> yes, I just like the show. The show is great. <laughs> that show is great. Also, there's like an episode. There's a couple like hour long episodes. Like the finale of the show is is an hour long. But there's also like a couple specials. There's one like um, where his parents. Spoiler. For an old show, his parents get murdered in an explosion, um, and he has to go, like, back through time to try and fix it, because in that future, he becomes evil, so doesn't want that to happen. <laughs> Danny Phantom's a cool show. And Dev looks like he's gonna kill us. <laughs> okay. Getting back video games. This is why people love hey, this show. What have you been playing, hey, Haley? Uh, I have played literally two things. Dead Cells, which still great. Nice. I still run headfirst into situations and get my ass kicked because I'm an idiot. Um, but I finally beat my first daily challenge, so that was fun. Um, and also Batman Arkham City. <laughs> mm. I, uh, I finally went back and beat the, the remaster. So... Oh, and also I played like five minutes nice. of Arkham Knight because I went to like go in and see like what I had left for like storage. Uh, I left that game at like 96.5% completion and I don't think it's going to get any higher because the only thing I have left to do is Riddler challenges. I'm, I'm the same way. Those Riddler challenges suck. I mean, they don't suck. The, the, the thing is, is, Arkham Knight did Riddler, uh, Riddler challenges in like a completely different way than City. There were like ten tournament style rooms that you did, and you could do them regardless of your um 
of your Riddler, like, trophy or riddle or, you know, the collectibles from the original Ar- two Arkham games, uh, regardless of your status on those. And once you get to the tenth one, Riddler traps himself in a cage and tells you to come back when you've collected all the Riddler trophies in the game. And I have, like, 275 Riddler trophies left in all of Gotham City, and I am like, nope. <laughs> and... The terrible that thing. Ways the terrible thing about it is this. This, by the way, is why I don't have any of the platinums yes. for uh, the Arkham games because I'm great at the combat. I'm not great at the stealth. I will say that, but I am great at the combat, so I can do the challenge rooms no problem. It's the Riddler trophies. And the terrible and it thing about too, that is, I, c- hold on, because I can solve his riddles. <laughs> I can solve his riddles about specific DC characters, no problem. But once you throw in, um. Those stupid timing puzzles or whatnot, I can't do any of it. But the thing that's terrible about them is, you don't technically beat the game if you don't get all the Riddler trophies. Yeah. That's what I hate about it. You have to get all the Riddler trophies to actually beat the game. Like, you don't get the full ending of the game unless you get all the Riddler trophies. Uh, oh, you mean, Night- you mean Nightfall? Yes. Yeah. In Arkham Knight, yes, that's really annoying. You have to click them all to get the true ending. Uh, spoilers for Arkham Knight, um, if you don't want these and somehow haven't played Arkham Knight in the past five and a half years now, um, that's on you. Um, I haven't. I didn't like the, the, the stupid Batmobile. Okay. I stopped playing as soon as that thing was introduced. Okay. Like, I can't do this. So, are you, so do you care if I spoil that or do you want to take your headphones off for a second? I, I, I don't care. Okay, cool. Um, Batman's not dead, uh, just so we're clear. Because um, yes. the, the ending you get shown if you don't have all the Riddler trophies is the mansion blows up and that's it. That's all you get, right? Um, in, night, uh, in the actual Nightfall protocol, like 100% completion, uh, it, he's not dead is essentially what mm. it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. I want to play that game. I probably never will. I have it. I mean, to be fair, the Batmobile. To be Oof. fair, they fixed all the issues it had at launch, and the Batmobile, while annoying, is easy to get the hang of. Um, but the story is really good. So. Yeah, yeah. I didn't finish City either. I, mean, I just finished Arkham Asylum. I was the only one that finished City. Just I don't know what it was. I think I was just burnt out on those no, type of games. I can tell you. I can tell you what it was. City's story dragged on too long and involved too many. I games. didn't play it long enough for it to even drag on. Okay, so for well, me, it was just like I just was like, eh. It it involved. I think it was just a time where I just didn't feel like playing it. That's fair. It involved too many MacGuffins because let me tell you, they wasted the introduction of Hush in. Uh, Arkham City when they should have just done it full on in night like cause Hush shows up in night um for like five minutes but he has a whole side quest in uh City and it's wasted cause you can only do it after the game is finished I will say this hmm. this could be controversial I like Origins the best uh, it's a good story um, I love Origins I, story I don't like one of the story twists, but yeah, I mean, the story's alright. Um, also, like, they teased a game without, like, without a big Joker component. <coughs> and then Joker was the main focus of the game for, like, half of it, so. I actually like that. I like that aspect. I thought, I liked the whole thing of the Black Mask, the bad guy. 
Nope, psych. <laughs> it's not. It's not the bad guy. <laughs> it's actually the Joker. I I thought yeah. that was awesome. I didn't, but that's not even the main issue I have with the game. It was um uh, again spoilers for Arkham Origins, but that's even older than Night. Uh, Batman kills Bane for like five minutes and then brings him back. Like, yeah, that right. Was... Yeah, he's it's weird. He's straight. He straight up murders Bane. And then brings it back. Sometimes you gotta murder people and bring them back. You, know, you gotta redeem yourself <laughs> right there in the moment. I, I mean, hey, you know what? We were the goes old, against the bat code. It so. does. We also were literally not the only ones outraged. Jim Gordon is literally standing there watching him do this and outraged the entire time. <laughs> I, I will say this. Such is life. That Deathstroke fight is amazing. It oh. was. And it made me upset that the Deathstroke fight in Arkham Knight Trash. is done. It's done through the Batmobile. It is horrible. It is awful. It is really, really bad. You fight Deathstroke in Arkham Knight in a tank. You don't fight him hand to hand. It's like, hey, we both got tanks. Let's go at it. It is awful. It is horrible. <laughs> Just take y'all's word for it. What, what, what you and we are playing, now Dev? the Batcast. Uh, let's see. I have been playing. Well, I finished um, Ghost of Tsushima. I actually platinumed it. It's one of those games where you can get the platinum trophy as you finish the game, and that is the only way I get platinums. If I can roll credits to get a platinum, I'll do it that way. So, got that platinum, and I'm having ghost withdrawals because I really want to go back and play more of it. But there's literally nothing for me to do in the game. Like, I collected all the stuff, got all the things left for me to do but uh really really enjoyed that game absolutely loved it it is definitely my game of the year for right now um we'll see if any of these games in the fall can uh, unseat it but absolutely love that game it is fantastic it was a great follow-up to last of us 2 um yeah i can't say any 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 more nice things about that about that game it's just it's amazing i loved it it was exactly what i needed um and i'm sad that it's over other than that, I've just been kind of bouncing around through games, trying to figure out what I want to play. Uh, played a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, just tweaking with the settings and stuff because it just does. It's not a really great port. It's got a lot of issues yeah. as far as frame rates and frame timing. My, uh, so I've just been kind of my, messing with that a little bit. My friend Lydia has been trying to stream it, and eventually she just gave up and started streaming Ori instead. So that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't try to stream that unless you have a dual PC setup because it just tanks your frames. Um, Does it look better? Other than that, um, it, I mean, it I looks. Mean, it, it's not really a noticeable difference unless you have like a 4K 60 frame monitor. So, well, yeah, I have that, so I can get it to run at 4K 60 if I turn off everything else. Yeah. Um, otherwise, 1440p at 60 with a lot of the stuff turned up to ultra it looks better than than the ps4 version did but i also always played the ps4 version on the performance mode instead of like the the bells and whistles mode yeah it 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 looks just sharper i guess that's the best way i can say it if i had like a widescreen monitor it might look better but uh all i can say is that it just looks sharper it looks it Looks like the game you remember playing. You know how they always say, you know, looking at stuff, you have those rose-colored glasses for what it looked like. Yeah. So playing it on PC, it kind of just reminds me of playing it on PS4, but it does feel a little bit smoother. Other than that, I don't think I've really played anything else. I just 
kind of waiting for Avengers to actually fully release. I thought about jumping into the beta, but I was like, nah, I've already done that. I'll, I'll just wait for it to fully come out in a few weeks, and that'll be the next game that I jump into. So I have to ask, where are you getting it? Uh, PS4, because that's where Spider-Man is. Facts. Yeah, so I already, I already pre-ordered it, getting it on PS4, because that's where Spider-Man is going to be, so I'm just going to get it there. That's fair. Plus, when I get the PS5, I get the better version. Yeah. No big deal. So... Yep, that's all I've been playing. Oh, I did jump back into Spider-Man to try to finish out all of that storyline just because I felt like finishing out that storyline. So I haven't finished any of the deal, all the DLC. I think I'm on the last part, so I may finish that before Avengers comes out just to finish all the stories there. Cause I, 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 really I will that. say about the Spider-Man DLC is they got really annoying with the uh, Gatlin gun guys. Those guys got super annoying. Yeah, those guys do suck. You're absolutely right. I could not stay. I can't stay. Kept, they they are worse than the Sable guys. And the Sable guys aren't even that bad once you, like, you know, get their movements timed right. But the Gatling yeah. gun guys are just annoying. They yeah. pretty much limited yeah. me to one suit power because I had to use the one that, like, webbed everyone up to the wall. Because that was the only one that would effectively neutralize them super quick. What's funny is that's the only suit power that I use the entire game. I, I use yeah. just that suit power and just that suit the entire game because everything else just didn't feel like that useful. I was like, eh, I like this. I can just whip everybody real quick. The guitar <laughs> but, one looked cool but was kind of pointless. Yeah. So. I find it so hard to go back to that game and play because trying to re- trying to remember all the button combos and stuff yeah. like that. Ugh, that took me cool minute just to try to remember and get back into the game but still love it still a great game can't wait for miles and realize it's gonna be awesome and eventually spider-man 2 yes yeah don't worry we've got we've got stuff about that so so that's what i've been playing let's move along let's get into these messages because we do have quite a few so our first question comes from the pastor himself, Mr. Lucas Ham, he wants to know what is one of the most underrated PlayStation games of all time and one of the most overrated PlayStation games of all time. And he wants us all to answer. So let's start with you, Delvin. Most overrated PlayStation game of all time, in your opinion. It has to be a PlayStation game, right? Yeah. That's what it's he's asking. Exclusive, he's asking. I don't know. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, because I don't think of most PlayStation games as overrated. I can tell you the game I think of is overrated, but it's not a PlayStation game. Like, um, see, I, I'm gonna stick to the question. Overrated PlayStation game. You go first, Haley. I mean, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna answer. I'm just gonna throw a title out, but I'm not sticking by it, and I also don't believe it. I'm just gonna say God of War because <laughs> guess what? Guess what? None of Sony's games are are overrated. They're not. They deserve the ratings they get. So I'm throwing God of War under the bus here, but I'm not. I, this is not a convicted answer. This is just he wants an answer to the question. He got an answer to the question. Okay, mm. I have one. God of War is, is great, and I also don't think it's overrated. But it's the one I'm throwing out there because none of them are overrated. I have one. See, when I think about overrated, I think about in like the court of public opinion. I don't even think about the actual what people have rated them. So I'm me for me. I'm going with, like, Rapper the Rapper. For some reason, people love that game. Oh, and I think it is okay. the most overrated piece of garbage ever. 
I don't think that's just me. I, I'm gonna say one that's controversial. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a. It's a PlayStation exclusive game, quote unquote, because it was exclusive when it first came out. The PlayStation, if I'm correct, GTA Three. Mm-hmm. It was not. I don't think. Thought so. GTA Three was on PlayStation first only. Nope. I feel like it was only. What else was it on? Didn't it? It came to other stuff later, but I think it didn't started it come on to GameCube too. No, it definitely didn't come to GameCube. GTA Three. I don't think that game was overrated at all. That game to me is still my favorite GTA game. Oh, GTA you're, Three was flipping wow, amazing. Wow, you're off base, but again, no, I know I I'm like the I know uh, I'm like the lone exception here that loves GTA Four. Like I was gonna say, I think Four is good. Cousin, let's go me, bowling. Three, without Three. <laughs> The other ones don't exist, okay, and there's just something fair. special about three and creating that formula for me that is just absolutely amazing. And it also has to do with just the time period that I was playing it in. So that's still like my favorite GTA. I game. still remember that that game got delayed by a week because of the twin towers. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Like, but that's the that's the like smallest amount I've ever heard of a game being delayed. Just one week, guys. Yeah. But I think it only did come to to PS PS uh, two. two originally. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I I like it, but the way people talk about GTA three to me is like oh, I don't like it as much as people talk about it. Like it's it was great for its time. I don't think it holds up. I like San Andreas and Vice City far better. Oh, in terms of the, I can't, I can't San Andreas. Oof. I love San Andreas. Uh, that, that workout system. San Andreas was awesome. The, I love it. The story was, I hated the workout system. It was annoying. I, I love that too. I, I love those RPG mechanics of it, doing those type of things. Which you think you wouldn't think I would like. But I, I, right. I, 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 I like that aspect of that game. Like, hey, you got to stay in shape. You got to do these things. You got to go hang out. You got to. I, I like that. And I think I feel like they kind of still do that today in, in games. I mean, they they do that in Grand Theft Auto still, but it's not tedious. You're not constantly having to stop doing the story to go eat and then work out and then hang out with your friends. Now all of your stats build up over time via use. Your shooting improves the more you shoot. Your driving improves the more you drive. Your stamina improves the more you run, etc. You're not just having to take time out of your day to go eat a burger. And then lift weights for twenty five minutes. That, that was the jam. I loved it. It was yeah. not the jam. I it loved was it too. super duper annoying. Now my underrated game. I, I prefer that. My underrated game. Until dawn. Mm. Fantastic. I don't think it gets the praise it deserves. It's one of the greatest horror games I've ever played in my life. Fantastic. The way that story builds up. To the end is just amazing, and especially the way where it feels like that game out Quantic Dream, Quantic Dream, and it sucks that the actual quote unquote sequel, not Until Dawn two, but the predecessor to that game, isn't as good because Until Dawn just felt like it hit everything right. What do you mean predecessor to Until Dawn? Do you mean their sequels, like their sequels, like Man of the Dawn and whatnot? Yeah, Man of the Dawn is not necessarily a quote unquote sequel. No, it's just, it's, it's a legacy type thing. Just a follow yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, follow up. But and it does it. It's while well, I, I like Man of the Dawn, I know a lot of people don't like it. I, I think it's okay. It doesn't have that same feeling that Until Dawn has. Until Dawn is feels like the perfect horror story, especially when you add the fact that. The way you play it, either everybody can live, 
for everybody to die. die. And if and when they die, it feels like it matters. Also, fun fact about Until Dawn, like literally only three characters can die like can die through like uh random chance. The rest are like scripted to a certain point have to stay alive. Like it's crazy the amount of chance that happens in like the last three chapters of that game. Yes. I agree. There's one thing where if you make one decision, the person immediately dies in like the last chapter. Oh, yeah. Oh, and but but by the way, if that character dies, I'm not spoiling anything here because you need to know and play have played the game to do it, and I'm not going to spoil until dawn. Like it's a fantastic game. Uh, if that character dies, they deserved it. So just just yeah. a heads up because I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, fantastic game. Yeah, I haven't played it. Uh, <laughs> if you like horror games, you definitely should play it. If uh, I'm not big into horror, that was one that I want to do for Halloween, like with my kids, and have everybody make the choices. I'll, I'll, like make the decisions yeah. together. Like I want to do a party game like that. I just never got around to it. I actually haven't finished it yet, but that's because I only play it on Halloween. Like literally, that's the only time I play it. So. Is on Halloween. Like I still have it installed on my console. Uh, I will literally boot it up on Halloween, even though Watch Dogs will have been out for two days at that point, and I will just go to town on it. Like that's literally all I play on Halloween. Like just that. That's the only game I play for that day. So nice. Hmm. Underrated man. This is a tough one. Uh, I actually haven't picked one either yet. But if you have one on hand, because I have one, so go for it. Uh, I'm trying to think. I would say Days Gone. So. That's a great choice. Mm, yeah, I can see that. That's a good choice. That's definitely a good choice. Um, whew. for me, I'm probably gonna go back and like back like PS1 era, just because I feel like everything that's out nowadays, like most of the stuff that the way they're rated, I don't think anything is overrated or underrated. To be perfectly honest, but like on PS1, I think there's a Final Fantasy Tactics was a game for me that I don't think gets enough love. I think there it's. It's got some underground love but for Art. me. That game was fantastic, and I absolutely loved it. And I don't think it gets the recognition that it deserves. And I really wish that I could get the original back, like a remake. But that's all I, I can think of. I can't think of anything else at this point. I agree. That was an uh, excellent game. Now I have fond memories of playing. I wasn't ever really good at the tactics mm. games and stuff like that. That's why I kind of stuck to the mainline Final Fantasy games. But that was what yeah. I, I, I liked a lot. Like, it's really good. Super cool. Art style was awesome. Mm-hmm. People don't talk about that game enough. Uh, yep. Agreed. For, for those watching YouTube, yes, hi, I am wearing the Kind of Funny Pride shirt. Um, My phone bounced off my bed on its own, so that's why I got up. That was the ghost <laughs> from Until Dawn. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> All right, moving along. Next question from that retro code. He asks, "Will PS5 have region-free accessibility, and will it be worth it? Since not many people have taken advantage of it on PS4, it seems like Switch has been the only system where gamers actually use it." Uh, I mean, I know Delvin has a story for it, but I've used the region-free accessibility for movies uh, as opposed to games. Um, I have a couple of Supernatural DVDs that are from the UK, so I used played that, used those. In my PS4, and it's fantastic. Um, do I think the PS5 will have it? Yeah, probably, because it's a lot easier to make things region 
free now. Like it used to be a yeah. big problem to to do that, and that's why the PS3 wasn't. But I I think going forward, you're going to find a lot of things are region free now because most Blu-ray players are region free now as well. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the PS5 will be region free. Will I ever use it to import anything? Absolutely not, because mine won't even have a disk drive. But I don't think it'll be region locked at all. I use I use my region free all the time with PS4. I have a lot of games that I just bought from Japan and stuff like that, order off of Amazon, just to try. Like I I even bought Judgment <laughs> from Japan when I first got it. Like wait, because usually games like that come out. Six months to a year before they come here. Mm-hmm. In, some, in some cases, they don't come here. So, a lot of times, I would just get the game early. And a lot of times, it's cheaper. It's like 20, 30 bucks. I get it and I'll play it. If I have nothing to play, I have a blast. I use it all the time. I, I suspect PS5 will have the same thing. And I will yeah. continue to do the same thing. I love playing games that are that you import. It's one of the kind of joys I used to love doing when I was a kid. When I was a kid... I think I told this story before. I had a, um, a modded PS2. Yeah, you did tell and, this story before. And I got it specifically to play the Japanese version of Transformers the game because it had the G1 characters. It was based off the G1 series and it had all the old Transformers characters like G1 Optimus Prime, Rodimus Prime, Ultra Magnus. Told me the ones I wanted to play with and it was in English. Yeah, let's be real, Delvin. You weren't a kid when PS2 came out. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> when you said when I was a kid, I was expecting like SNES because we actually imported a couple of Dragon Ball games for Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I was probably 16 when PS2 came out. That's not a child. No, no. That is a kid. When PS2 came out, you were not 16. When did PS2 come PS2 out? PS2 came out in like 99 or 2000. It came out that late? Uh, yeah, I was in hey. I was in my second year of college when it came out. Yeah, I was old. All right, let, let's let's solve this debate right. <laughs> That's case that I was a very old man then. <laughs> yeah, I was in my I was in sophomore year of college, so it had to be two thousand. March fourth, two thousand. Yeah, I was twenty, so I wasn't a kid. <laughs> yeah. That's probably how I afforded the modded <laughs> PS two. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I had I had a job. All right, next question. <laughs> From the Eels, he says, uh, what's the best game of all time, and why is it The Witcher 3? Uh, good choice. Uh, Witcher 3 is fantastic. But I love The Witcher 3. I wouldn't say it's the best game of all time. Uh, what's the best game of all time to me? Uh, I'm going to go with Mass Effect 2. I can't believe mm-hmm. this. One, to answer his question, The Witcher 3 is the best game of all time because of all the nudity. <laughs> and the actual answer, I can't believe this. <laughs> I agree with Haley. Mass Effect 2. Wow. That's a first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> History has been made today. I, mean, I don't I I don't agree, but that's just me. That's not my favorite game of all time. Um whew, favorite game of all time. That's a tough one. No, 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 no. Um, this probably, isn't this isn't favorite game of all time. No, for me, I, I'm not doing best because I don't know what the best game is. I can only speak for myself, and I can go with my favorite. Oh, well, if we're, if we're going yeah. favorite. I mean, if then... you want to go best, then I'm going to go with, like, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, or Super Metroid. And you'd be wrong. Like, those are the greatest and games of all time. And you would be wrong. But also, also, if we're doing favorite game of all time, I haven't even mentioned mine, so. Yeah, I don't, I, mean, I haven't played Mass Effect 2. Those games are too goddamn long for me. Like, when it came out, I was like, I can't do this. Hey, I tried well, to play Mass Effect 2. It was just too long. I couldn't do it. According to Jeff Grubb, you may have a chance to play them 
this October. So God, I hope so. It won't matter. It's too long. I won't do that. They're not that like, long. I, They're like thirty hours. Mining uh, no, planets for no. resources Mass, and stuff. Mass no. Effect Two is like sixty hours if you want the good ending. There is no way to play to get the good you ending it like and not hours. play that game for sixty hours. You can play it for like thirty hours and beat it, but you won't get the good ending. If you're good, all like your I cur- who, who all, says you need the good ending? Uh, I Let mean, them all die. I mean, to be fair. The point of the trilogy is that you can continue your story along. If you don't get the good ending in Mass Effect 2, uh, all of your crew dies. So you can't bring any of the surviving crewmates that join you in Mass Effect 3 along with you if you carry your character over. So I'm trying to get that. Dev just to play. I'm a one man wrecking. I'm just a one man wrecking force. I don't need anybody else. <laughs> you will not survive I mean, in the environment. I played Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2. Yeah. And it was cool for a time, but it just it it just got too low in the tooth for me. Like it was just too much. Like I can't play. I cannot play RPGs like that anymore. I cannot play games that have that much to them. It's just it's just too long. So I, I have to ask how you're gonna play Cyberpunk this fall, then? I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know that that's gonna be a game that I stick with. I haven't pre-ordered it. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to play a game that's gonna I, be that long. I will say, by the way, it does look like we are not getting any more delays on Cyberpunk. Because we passed the famed day ninety one. <laughs> As of recording, it is day eighty eight till launch. Um, and for anyone wondering why ninety one became such a big deal, it's because both times the game got delayed, it got delayed ninety one days to release. Um, generally, because you need ninety days for marketing and printing and production on like copies. So, I uh, I don't think that we are gonna get another delay. They could Woo-hoo! like like last hour do it but that would cost them a lot of money and not just like shareholder interest money like a lot of money <laughs> yeah. i'm sure they'll be just fine all right next question we got two more to go <laughs> <laughs> professor pug over on discord he says has the gotham knights reveal trailer surpassed marvel avengers for being one of the best or most hyped up superhero video games since the arkham series i mean no, because if you look at all the responses to the trailer, everyone's mad that Batman's dead, so. See, I didn't see any of that. I, <laughs> I saw nothing but excitement. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I saw people tweeting that people were upset about Batman being dead, but I did. I saw more people excited to play as the other characters, I mean, and I saw yeah. people upset about Batman being dead. I mean, we'll talk about this later, because, like, I have a huge question relating to it. That's, like, our, my topic for the week. But, uh,. I don't know. I wouldn't compare Avengers and this at all because Avengers is a live service, always online game. Even when you're playing offline, you need internet to play that game. Um, whereas but it's not about comparison, though. He's just asking, do we think it is just people are more excited for this than they are Avengers? And I'd probably say yes. Okay, then sure. I feel like after the beta, a lot of people are kind of like, I don't know about this Avengers game. That's what I, I would think ask. it's very divisive. Yeah, I think it's split down the middle. But I will say, just keep in mind, it's been confirmed, Gotham Knights is not part of the Arkham Universe continuity. But, in a weird twist, the Suicide Squad game is, and that is a complete tone shift from the Arkham series. And also, uh, like, I got no problem with character designs, but if it's in the same universe as Arkham, wow, you guys have just massively retconned Arkham City. Um, wow. I I have, but I will say they've retconned it for the better if they have, because uh, 
I will say Deadshot was in uh, Arkham City, and uh, wow, his design in that game was awful, but his design in this new game looks fantastic. Um, anybody who's played Arkham City will know why uh, they've retconned Deadshot. <laughs> Deadshot got a tan. <laughs> uh, Deadshot got more than a tan. <laughs> De- De- Deadshot got a whole new face. Yeah, that shot got a tan, to say the least. But um, if we're going based off of the trailers, the trailer, I would say yes. Because I remember people didn't receive that Avengers trailer too well. Oh, no, that Avengers Not trailer was awful. It Not looked, all. all the comments yeah. on it were like, this doesn't look like the Avengers. This looks like knockoff toy soldiers. Yes. Yep. So if we're going based off trailer to trailer, emphatically yes. Because people yep. hated that Avengers trailer. Yep. I, th- yep. I, I definitely, like I said, I think people are just more hyped for this than they than they are Avengers, especially after the beta. It's just it, the Avengers. I feel like is is split down the middle. Either you really like it or you really hate it. Where it seems like people are excited, even if Batman is dead, they're excited to get back to like Gotham. Oh, also, by the way, spoiler alert: Batman's not dead. Like that is the biggest fake out I have ever seen. I I will say this, and this goes to both games, the Suicide Squad one. And the Arkham Knights game. Which is weird because the Arkham Knights game supposedly isn't part of the universe, but it's a part of the universe because it continued the story of Batman being dead. Which it, is, it, do- it doesn't actually because Tim Drake is younger and Barbara has healed from her wheelchair, which in night she was still in her wheelchair and couldn't like get out of it. But he, he sends a message to say that uh, if you see this, I mean I died and all this. Right. <laughs> it's hard to make. This is mainly talking about the Suicide Squad game. It's hard to make a game called the Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League and not have one of the main members of the Justice League in the game. I mean, are you talking about the fact that they've said Batman won't be in it? He's going to be in that game. In he fact. Will not, he will not be in that game at all. I actually trust Rocksteady on that involvement because they've worked on Batman games for so long. If they don't want Batman in the game, he's not going to be in it. I so. think so. How you make a Justice League game without Batman? I don't think it's. I, I think mean, it's gonna be in it. as far as the universe knows in Arkham, I mean the audience knows, but as far as the rest of the world and the Arkham universe knows, Bruce Wayne is Batman, and Batman is dead. I don't, I'm, I'm certain he's going to be in it. I wonder how far after. Arkham Knight, this one is supposed to be set. I mean, also, yeah, when that said. trailer started, I thought we were in the Injustice universe because they had the freaking Brainiac ship down there. Yeah. Also, good. Also, not even like... Trailer did look good. Uh, yes, it did look good. But I will say, not even hyperfixation, like attacking thing, like because everybody knows I have mental health issues with this game, like attacking one's own hyperfixations is not great. So kind of nervous about this game, even though, sure, I'll play as Harley Quinn, uh, will I probably hurt myself mentally playing it? Yeah. But, um, I'm so tired of, of Superman's reputation being, like, drug dr- through the mud while Batman remains perfectly intact. Stop trying to make dark Superman. It doesn't work. It's annoying. <laughs> Literally give us a... I don't even care about giving us a good Superman, like, game. Give us good Superman. That's why people love Superman. Stop this. Like, I know he's mind-controlled in this, because that's literally why his heat vision is purple in the trailer. Um, but also, like, I'm so tired of it. Injustice is Elseworlds. Like, it's literally stated, like, right as Injustice starts. This is an alternate universe. This is just like, nope, we're just gonna go bat Superman. 
and you know what's contributing to this problem? Um, it's literally everyone doing, like, The Boys. Uh, which, by the way, that ad for that show is really annoying. Uh, am I going to watch it, though, because Jensen Ackles is, will be in season three? Yes, begrudgingly. Um, <laughs> sorry, hi, I've talked for way too long. Uh, <laughs> please interject if I go any further. Um, but, it's super annoying to see Batman's reputation remain crystal clear. Like, oh yeah, he's our top character, yada yada yada. He never does any wrong. And then they just throw Superman right under the bus and go, oh yeah, he's evil now. Because that's cool. Give us a evil Batman game. I'd love to see that. Which, spoiler alert, this is why I'm saying Batman isn't dead in Gotham Knights. Because it's pretty obvious that the at the end of the trailer there, where you see the person walking towards the cage, it's pretty obvious that Bruce has been kidnapped by the Court of Owls. Because, uh, while I trust WB Montreal to do a good story, because Arkham Origins is fantastic, uh, you don't do the Court of Owls without Bruce. Like, you physically cannot do it. Like, Bruce's disdain at the fact that the Court exists in that story is integral to it. So what I think is actually happening in uh, Gotham Knights, and I will eat a hat if I am wrong, just just a heads up. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. God. <laughs> no, is, Haley, we're not eating a hat. No, yeah. we're not doing that. <laughs> what I what I think is actually happening is that while um, Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, and Robin go after like protecting Gotham, Bruce is undercover or kidnapped or whatever with the Court of Owls trying to destroy them from the inside. And you will find that out later in the game. There's actually a fan theory that he's been uh, brainwashed to work as Talon, which is an assassin for the Court of Owls. Hi, I know way too much about this, and I'm very excited for a game that has no release date beyond 2021. <laughs> yeah, that did suck when I saw the release date. Same for Suicide Squad. I was like, ooh, 2020. Uh, Suicide Squad. You could have just not said anything. You could have just left it alone. Suicide Squad okay. makes me angry. Uh, actually, while we're here, before we move on to the next question, did you just want me to bring my question for the story in? Because, like, we know what my story is. It's got them nights but we can we can get there we can get there we'll okay. we'll save it for for that okay. whole thing all right yeah uh, uh, I, I will say this it before like your froze up there he did I, I can hear you guys good yeah uh, you are cutting in and out buddy you guys can we hear me can't now can't hear you you're cutting in and out <laughs> i can there hear y'all go. clearly yeah you good okay what i was going to say was um i agree with haley um in terms of superman when I first heard the whole Justice League, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League thing, I honestly thought maybe it's the Justice Society. Like, you know, the, the they're doing the whole forever yeah. evil thing. But then when you see the evil Superman, like, oh, come on. How many times can we show Superman, who Superman's a bad guy? All right, come on. Let's, well, let's see, stop this. When I look at it, I don't see it as Superman being a bad guy. He's mind controlled. Like, that's not really bad Superman. That's just Brainiac's X control over but him. But like, I will say clearly this. clearly obvious. Like, it's a terrible trope that they always go to. It is. It's, it's bad. They go to it way too much. And I will say, I love the Arrowverse. The Arrowverse does it too. Like, eh, it's more fun to fight him. Than it, it is, is not. It is not. I get it. You don't like DC Comics, but as a DC Comics fan... It's not fan, so much that I don't like DC Comics. It's just that if... Even with... Hulk, like, for example, him and Hulk to me, as characters, like, they're so overpowered. Like, unless you... Like, it's just too hard to make them in video game form to be fun. I don't even care Because otherwise, the- you should not get touched. You should just be able to just beat everything. 
without even without it being an issue. I mean, to be fair, there's a literal story explanation for why people can touch Superman. It's because he literally holds back so not to kill people. But all right, I get that. But if I if I'm playing as him, do I want to hold back? No, I shouldn't be touched. Just backslap everybody real quick. Um, just flick them away. Just flick people away because I'm that powerful. I think like when you do that as a super character, as as a character, like he's just so overpowered he's that not I feel like it makes way more sense to fight him than to be to it, be him. It because... does not. And also, I'm not even talking about games. It's just super annoying in every medium. They're even doing it in the comics now too. Evil Superman. Eh. Ugh, it's so annoying. Give us a good Superman. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. We'll I, never get a good Superman. <laughs> I think the Superman animated series handled. Superman in the best way in terms of his powers. He didn't I feel mean, super ap- overpowered. He didn't actually, feel underpowered. If you want to go even further, I think Smallville actually handled his powers better because he had to learn to control them throughout the entire show. Yeah, Smallville did a good job of it too. Yeah. I will say that, but I think that Superman... I almost want to say that saying that Superman... Oh, we can't make Superman in the game because these two powers kind of a cop-out. You can make him in a game. You can make him in a game be well-powered enough. You just haven't figured it out yet. You just haven't worked a way to make it work. And I think that developers and people who write Superman, the best Superman stories are the ones where people get the basic elements of Superman. The fact that Superman is someone who came in this country and came in this this planet, yeah, this planet, well, this country to the United States, Grew up in a small town, fell in love with the United States, and fell in love with America, fell in love with this planet, and does everything he can to protect this planet, even if it means sacrificing himself, and no matter what, he's more human than he is Kryptonian. That is literally the turning point for uh, Tower of Babel, by the way, another one of the fantastic Batman slash Justice League stories. Um, That's the story where Batman has a weakness. For every Justice League member in the cave uh, at the mansion, aside from Wonder Woman, where it's later determined that Batman literally couldn't figure out a weakness for Wonder Woman. But uh, he later, at the end of that, turns around and goes, Clark is more human than all of us. Yes. And he's an alien from another planet. Like Super- Superman's greatest weakness is, is humanity. Exactly. And also, again, Max Landis is a terrible person, but if you want a really good Superman story, please read American Alien. Um, it's fantastic. Yes, I agree. Bootleg it. But, yeah, yeah. Please don't, don't support Max Landis. Because, because Max Landis is a terrible garbage human being. Um, literally, yeah. please pirate that story. Uh, do yeah. not pay for it. Um, yeah. he, he is awful. Uh, <sighs> As we speak of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> Max Landis is the opposite of Superman. Uh, yeah. All right, let's move along and get back on track. (laughs) Hi, we became the Superman cast. The DC, the DC podcast, as we often do, it's Batman and Superman around here all the time, much to my chagrin. (laughs) And I'm a Marvel fan. Hi, you knew what you were signing up for when you. (laughs) Hi. Oh boy. Hi, I have I have Kryptonian on my arm. What did you expect? So your first story, Haley. Uh, Gotham Knights, yeah. cross gen. So Gotham Knights is cross gen, but Suicide Squad isn't. What the hell happened there? Uh, honestly, I think it's just the timing. Is it though? 
Because I think Gotham Knights would benefit from being just a next-gen game. Um, I agree. I mean, the game looks fantastic. Even that vertical slice, like, looked great. But uh, the fact that it is a... <clears throat> it's a cross-gen game, but Suicide Squad isn't. And, by the way, Rocksteady's been working on this game since, like, 2016, and they didn't even show us gameplay. Like, literally just that cinematic trailer and then 2022. Like, alright. Like, this is just... I don't understand. Like, I get it. I, I game- mean, it's coming out in 2022, so I'm not surprised that we didn't see any game gameplay. Even if they've been working on it for since 2016, who knows how many iterations it's gone through how many changes and it might not be in a playable state for them to actually show anything that is indicative of what the game will be at this point which is probably why it's coming out in 2022 but gotham knights being cross-gen i think it's just a matter of like there's such a huge install base and they've probably been working on the game long enough to where it can come out on current gen and then also have some of the next gen upgrades we also don't know when it's coming out in 2021 it could be you know spring you know, it could be not too far off from now. Actually, I would, I kind of hope this is a spring game. I would love if this came out in like March or May. Um, realistically, though, very excited that my that Batgirl is getting some love. Uh, I really hope because uh, they've mentioned there's customization. I really hope we can wear the Burnside Batgirl costume. Um, which, uh, for those who don't know, Burnside Batgirl is a fantastic run. Um, and her costume got redesigned specifically for that run. Um, so it was like a leather jacket, like armor plated leather jacket, and it looked fantastic. Uh, it's one of my greatest shames that that jacket was like 600 bucks at, um, Fan Expo the year I went, so I couldn't buy it. <laughs> um, but, uh, what do I w- you think, Elvin? About it being cross-gen? It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I think it's, it's cool. I, I think they, they're just doing it because... I think they they realize that people are still going to be on their old consoles at that point. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are still yeah. going to be on PS4 and Xbox Ones, and they want to get those sales in. And I want to say 2022 sounds about right when you start seeing people drop off of their systems and start to pick up the Series X and the PS5. So that kind of makes sense to me, too. I want to... Oh, I'm hoping that we're gonna. This game is gonna look completely next gen on the next gen version. It doesn't look like okay. This looks like just the up res version of it. Yeah. Personally. Um. The the one thing I will say from this trailer that and gameplay that releases functional armor on women. Yes. Uh. Even the Suicide <laughs> Squad trailer was yeah. great. No boob plate. Uh. For anyone who doesn't know why that's an issue. Uh. If you dishape armor or metal or anything like that in like a Kong. Uh, concave way to like show that it's a woman in armor which by the way i don't understand why that's a thing like it's a woman in armor it, it you don't need to show her boobs in the armor but also it actually makes the armor ineffective and things can pierce through that section of the armor no problem once you do that um but the batgirl costume in the gotham knights trailer is functional it's armor on a woman like it looks great and Again, as uh, oh, I mean, as the lone woman here, like functional armor on women is great. Please keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought it was dumb the way they portray women in fighting games or any kind of combat game. Like it's stupid that they're out there in a bikini. Like yeah. nobody's going to battle in a bikini. Like I've always thought that was dumb. 
Like, unless the WWE just let you know that it's men who are writing it. Yeah, but also like the, the reason I bring the, the the reason I bring this up. They don't need armor. The the reason I bring this up is because if you remember when Captain Phasma got announced for Star Wars, everyone was upset. It's like you can't even tell that's woman. And the Star Wars Twitter account had to go. It's armor on a woman. It's armor. Yeah. Like. You, All right. you don't know the stormtroopers are male or female. They're in armor. You can't see them. So, yeah. what difference does it make if it's a woman in the armor? It's armor. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Don't get me started on Phasma. What a wasted <laughs> character! I love that character. It, it was definitely yeah. a wasted oh character. Again, hi. Uh, I've still only seen like the three originals, so I've had no time. That's to all go. you need to see. I've had no That's time to go to back and like watch the Mandalorian or anything like that yet. So, watch the Mandalorian is fantastic. Uh, yeah. I. Watch Again. Mandalorian, watch Solo, watch Rogue One, and watch the original. Oh, I've you seen Solo. About I, I've seen Solo. Like, I saw that at yeah. the movie theater, like, the year it came, like, two days after it came out, because it was the only movie that seemed interesting at the time. But, um, uh, like, it's just, I haven't had time, because so much, so many games and shows and stuff that I like have come out, so I haven't had time to go back and, like, delve into more Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Totally understandable. So much stuff on on our plates. So much going on. But uh, yeah, Cross Gen Gotham Knights. I uh, I mean, I'll be playing it on PS Five. I'll be playing it on PS Four. So yeah, whatever. I'll be playing it on PS Five as well because again, uh, day one. So yeah. All right. So we we got a, a surprise that I don't think anybody saw coming. Um, Ghost of Tsushima has a whole multiplayer mode coming. Did not see that coming at all. I would have never in a million years expected this game to have any kind of multiplayer mode. And it actually looks pretty cool. Like, co-op ghosts, I'm with it. Doing a raid in the Ghost of Tsushima world, fighting off demons and stuff, sign me up. Like, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this. It was not something I would have ever imagined coming to this universe or to this world, but... um. I think that it'll be pretty cool to be able to just jump back in and give me some more of my ghost fix that I need and be able to roll up my boys and murder some things. So pretty excited about it. Pretty cool. Did you guys, did you, would you guys have ever imagined this coming? No. Or being no. A thing? no. Not at all. Yeah. Not going to play it, but it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Delvin, it's going to be free. I don't we're going to go free. in and we're going to go slice some people I, up. I sir. mean, I will attest. Not. I'm also not going to play it because yeah, I knew you weren't going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Two to four players. I get to be an assassin, a samurai hunter, or, and it's a rank. Let's go. This is right up my alley. Nah. Me and a couple of my other boys who who are playing Ghost right now, we're like, oh, we can't wait for this because this will be our, our co-op thing. I'll probably be playing Avengers at that time. I have no, I don't think they announced the release date, so... I'll talk uh, still it just, it just says fall, so it can yeah. release any time from now and until middle of November. Because again, uh, the only exception I've ever seen to this rule have been far, uh, I've only seen two exceptions to this rule. Uh, literally, Far Cry Three and um, Just Cause Three, uh, coincidentally, are the only games I've seen released the first week of December because nothing releases in December. Yeah, that is true. Yep, but. I'm excited for this, even though you guys aren't. I'm happy. I love Ghost. It's a wonderful game. I hope we get a sequel. Yeah. All right. So, Delvin, what you got for us? I got 
an interesting story. Sony executive Eric Lampel is making the bold claim that the PS5 will boast the best lineup we've ever seen in the history of PlayStation. What do you both think about that? I don't think that's hard to do. All right. I'm glad you said that because (laughs) I didn't look them all up, but I just went to go based off of the launch lineup for PS4. Now, hold on Mm -hmm. here. Hold on. I just want to throw a wrench in your work. The article doesn't say launch lineup. It just says lineup, as in the best lineup of it. He's probably talking about exclusives that have come all throughout the gen. But continue. I just want to throw that wrench in your spanner. Why are you throwing the wrench in? Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So, the PS4... Released in November 15th in U.S. and Canada and November 29th in the U.K. That sounds right. Their launch lineup was Angry Birds, Star Wars, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Battlefield 4, Blacklight Retribution, Call of Duty Ghost, Contrast, DC Universe Online, Dive Kick, FIFA 14, Flower, Injustice, Gods Among Us, Just Dance, Kill Fall, Seattle Fall, Knack, Marvel Superheroes, Madden 25, NBA 2K14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Rivals, Playroom, Resogun, Skylander Squat Force, Shell Shapes, Super Mother Load, Trying 2, and Warframe. Yeah. Not a bad lineup. Like three of those, three of those were actually PS4 games. The rest of them were PS3 games. Uh, if you're counting Black Flag, the better version was the PS4 version, but yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they were all better versions on PS4, but when yeah. you think about like the actual PS4 games, you have like Resogun, Killzone, and probably like the little Astrobot stuff, but everything yeah. else, and maybe maybe Warframe. I think Warframe was only available on PS4, uh, Xbox One, and PC. But when you look at that launch lineup, like it's basically a bunch of third-party games you can get everywhere and a couple of exclusives. So do you think him saying this is saying that we're gonna have some exclusives in there that we don't know about? Because we really haven't seen Jack. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, said, I, I don't think it's gonna be that hard to do. Because if you look back at PS3's launch lineup, it's like Fantavision, or maybe that's PS2. PS2 was like Fantavision or something. Yeah, PS2 is PS1. None of them have had like these amazing launch lineups. It hasn't been like these amazing first-party games. It's been mostly third-party stuff because that's when all the big third-party games release is in the fall, and then you have an exclusive here or there. So it's possible that this may be the best launch lineup if we get Miles Morales. I mean, that to me, Miles Morales is probably head and shoulders better than any launch game, that any first-party launch game we've got on any of the PlayStation consoles. Um and if they throw in a couple of surprises that they haven't announced yet, it's it's possible that it is the best launch lineup. But going back to what Haley says, he just says best lineup we've never seen. Which I think is very possible with all of the new franchises they've created on PS4. And the new ones as they well own. As the new Be- stuff, because, the new ones that they own. Because again, Sony came out this week and again clarified, hey, we own Sunset Overdrive. So just a heads up. Uh I don't think that's a great game, but okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not holding out hope. But if Sony's going to come out in public and go, "Hey, we own this," they could be gearing up to like talk to Microsoft and get it like over on PS4, like the first one, because Microsoft has publishing rights. But you know, yeah. With the whole lineup thing, I think that it's it's very possible with just all the sequels to all the the new franchises they've created on PS4, bringing back stuff from like the PS3, PS2 era that we haven't seen in forever, as well as whatever they have new on, in the pipeline, I think it's very like, possible like, that this is the best lineup we've ever seen on a PlayStation. Like, Returnal looks awesome. 
That game looks fantastic. Yeah. Whatever that Capcom, like, space thing was, where the, the dude... The or something. Or whatever, where the dude, the, the invisible cat, and, like... Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that I mean, is. It, it's possible. That stray game where you are the cat, that, that game looks mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> um, you know, it just... But, like, again, then we've got, like, Miles Morales, we've got the inevitable Spider-Man 2, which will probably feature both Peter and Miles as playable characters, um, like the first one did. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, and then, like, you know, God of War 2, uh, maybe an infamous return down the line, Ghost of Tsushima 2, that's probably a given. Um, Last of Us 3. Like... Yeah, we will probably see Last of Us three. Um, you know, there's there's lots to come. Like he he yeah. literally doesn't say launch lineup. He just says lineup. So there's lots to come. But even if we're talking launch lineup, like Miles Morales, that's a big get. And then based on those rumors that maybe the Demon Souls is launch window oh, or yeah. even launch lineup like title, that's huge right there. Um, plus you've got. Um, I'm assuming these next-gen versions of, like, Valhalla and Watch Dogs and Cyberpunk are all launching day and date, because why wouldn't they? Um, So then you've got those, plus you've got whatever indie games want to come out on the day of launch, because they're always going to throw their hat in the game. Um, It's crazy already, and there's still stuff we don't even know about. So, because remember, opening night live is in four days for Gamescom. So there's plenty to be announced that night. Yeah. Hi, I'm out of breath because I've been talking way too much because I'm actually, like, energized. Yeah, I don't know what you did today. What do you think about it? <laughs> what do you think about it? Do you think it, you think it's possible to have the best launch lineup or best just lineup, period? If we're, going, if we're going lineup, it's going to be hard. PS4's lineup is amazing. If you, like, look at the, the games PS4 came out with this generation, God of War, um, Ghost of Tsushima... <laughs> Yeah, and if you think if you think about all those games getting sequels, so you get to keep that same amazing lineup you have plus whatever new they add. Yeah, that's just my thinking on it. If you added that caveat, yes, yeah, I was gonna say that because possibility sequels can suck. (laughs) (laughs) But I even forgot to mention Final Fantasy VII. That's another technically speaking exclusive game for now. (laughs) Gotta wonder if. If the next one, if part two will come to PS5 or it will just be backwards compatibility or something. Yeah. It's just such a weird way to do that game at the end of a generation. Like, yeah. it's just so odd to me. And it's even more weird that they don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> like, we may come out with another game sooner, but we have a lot to do. We don't know what we're going to do, what direction yeah. we're going to take it into. So weird. Even if, they, even if the next part never comes out, I still love that game. For I do too. Was. I love it. I, I love the fact. Loved it. I love the fact they gave us the Sephiroth battle. Yeah, absolutely. You're muted, Haley. I wanted to say something that would spoil that, but again, this is now a new game for new generations, so I won't spoil it because I know how the I, I know how the original ends. Um, I'm I'm very glad they made a change. So we'll see. You're muted now, Delvin. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna type it in the chat for for YouTube. YouTube will know what I'm talking about. I'm muted. 
You were because you were talking and nothing. There you go. The two of you now. The two of you now know what I'm talking about. It's in the chat. Um, there you go. All right. Let me see if I can see this. Oh, you want me to read this out loud, everybody? No, I don't. Because don't spoil this (laughs) game. I mean, if you played Final Fantasy VII remake, then you understand exactly what that is like. Yeah. Then we have a spoiler cast. If you want to hear about what what Haley's talking about, go listen to our spoiler cast. If you have not played Final Fantasy VII to completion, but you want to find out what it is, it's 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 the remake. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, leave it at that. Better yet, just play the spoiler cast. You don't have to listen to it. Just keep playing it over and over to get it more listens. (laughs) Just run it over and over. That's fair. Do that. Let it run. (laughs) Okay. So. We don't know a whole lot about PS5 and what it's got. We know but, nothing. <laughs> I mean, it feels like we know nothing. And so, of course, you know, the rumor reel is, is just yeah. ripe uh, with all By the way, sh- shout out to this dude's Twitter name because, man, did he win. Yeah. yeah. So we got a huge leak from some dude who uh, claims to be an insider, Mr. Iron Man PS5, where he leaked all kind of goodies. And I mean, again, this is rumor, so it's, you know, take it with probably like a whole heap full of salt. Take it with a whole bottle don't of know. salt. Yeah, just the whole can of salt, you know. <laughs> but he's saying that the PS5 will be four ninety nine for the disc version, three ninety nine for the digital version. Um, that it'll re- now it'll be released November twentieth in America and then a week before that over in Japan to coincide with the twenty fifth anniversary of the original PlayStation. Um that the dual shock uh dual sense i'm sorry will be 70 dollars, which i'm not too surprised because like the dual shock 4 honestly is like 65 if you get it in a color right now yeah so that's not a huge jump the the dual sense charging station will be 30 bucks also come out on the 20th um the hd camera will be 70 bucks and come out on the 20th the pulse 3d headset which will be 160 and that'll come out on the 20th um the meteor remote will be 30 it will be 30 come out on the 20th um There'll be a vertical stand that'll be 20 bucks. Uh, that they're going to have a PSVR that's going to be wireless. that will come out in the fall of 2021. Um, just all kind of stuff that, you know, again, grain of salt. But them releasing it on that date and have everything coincide with the 25th anniversary of, of the PlayStation 1 doesn't seem too far-fetched. Um, the price point seems like what everybody is leaning into, and I'm hoping that that is the case. And... We just got all this information, and again, Sony being so silent, like it's hard to know if any of this is real. There's and we a, have a question there, about the, that yeah. from Eat the Hype. He says, "So, what do you guys think about all these rumors? Do you think they're legit? Um, common sense guessing? Um, do you think all for all of the marketing on the DualSense controller that it would retail for seventy bucks, and will PS5 get an elite version of the DualSense?" Okay. Lots I'll, to take in. That's a I'll lot to think. But I'll I, answer that last one first. I don't think they're going to get an elite version of that dual sense. Me I either. Think, I think that's the controller. Yep. Now you I go agree. ahead, Uh I was just going to say, <laughs> there's one thing in this rumor that I take issue with, and that's that they hadn't put pre-orders out because the FCC is, hasn't made a ruling. Uh, the FCC only pertains to the United States of America. It does not pertain to anywhere else. 
uh yeah at all this is like the biggest place so it would make sense to not take pre not you don't want to just take pre-orders in one place and not the other i mean like, sure why not go global why not? i mean sure you want to go global but you could still tell people the price and go hey we're waiting on this here's a like here's an estimation because the FCC is literally only an American issue. Like, it doesn't affect the EU or Japan or Canada or South Korea. Like, it doesn't affect any of that. Like, that, there's probably speculation, I will be honest. The rest of it, I mean, it seemed tangible. Um, because the 20th is, I mean... That you were either going to launch on the 13th or the 20th or the 6th. Like, those are the three days you were, were going to launch in November. And there's the rumor that the Series X is launching on the 6th. Which, by the way, if they do that, that's crazy. Good luck to Microsoft launching in Election Week. Um, I know I've said that last week, but I'm saying it again. Because you're crazy to launch a console on Election Week. Um, I disagree with that. I think it's fine to launch on Election Week. I think people this? will need the distraction and be very happy for it, to be perfectly honest. Because again, election week, you just you got to vote once. It's not like it's a whole week worth of voting. Yeah. So you can go vote and then go get your console. Yeah. So I don't spe think that's speaking problem. of while we're here, please vote. And with the FCC thing, I think it makes sense only because if you've noticed what they've done with their marketing is they've shifted it to all be one marketing brand instead of everywhere having its own like saying their own slogans and stuff. They've kind of pulled everything under one thing, and that's play has no limits. Where for PS4, like in the UK, it was, um, this is for the players. Yeah. Well, out here, it was long live play. Like, they've shifted it to where it's one brand, one marketing, one thing across all of PlayStation. So, it would make sense if they're waiting on the FCC to approve it here to just wait to do it, to do everything all at once. Instead of having different marketing campaigns have to go out to each region um, to just wait and do it once. So, I feel like that also makes sense if that is the truth. Wouldn't surprise me. And honestly, like they're, I don't think they're they're stressed or pushed for having to give a release date or start pre-orders or to give us anything right now. I think that they are totally fine to wait. I don't think it's anything. I think we feel the pressure. I don't think they feel the pressure. Perfectly honest. Like we I, know it's coming. They know it's coming, and they know as soon as they open pre-orders, people will go pre-order it. I it's getting frustrating. I'll be honest. Like literally, this whole wait and see game is annoying. Put the information out there. Even if you're not going to open pre-orders, put it out there. Because people need to know how much to save, how much to like have ready to go for launch day. Have as much as have, have as much as you have for the last system plus 100. Like, like, we've known these systems have been coming for so long, so you should have been saving regardless. I, I just... I. I just don't think it's that big a deal. Like most people have already saved up probably five to six hundred bucks for the system. So as soon as it comes, boom, you're, you you have the date, you have the pre-order, you've been saving for it because you've known for so long that this system has been coming. It's not like we wait for pre-orders to start saving. Most people don't do that. Like if you've been saving for a console, you've been saving for a console. I think people are having that anxiety of thinking they're not going to be able to pre-order it because we've had situations so long where like, Hey, pre-orders open. Hey, pre-orders are closed now because we're sold out. And I think this is one of those times when people are just so nervous about not being able to get their pre-order in. Sony needs to come out and probably come out and say, hey, we're going to have plenty of consoles for you guys to get. Don't worry about pre-orders. We're going to have plenty of consoles for everybody to get, at least be able to get one. 
that may be also what they're doing is just waiting until they have a certain amount of stock to be able to really push pre-orders big because the hype is there. Yeah. I think this leak sounds legitimate. I, if this is true, I, I will say this. If this isn't true and the PS5 isn't this price, a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Yeah. I agree because people are looking at that and getting really excited about yeah, those prices. Yeah, because again, let me let me put it this way: four ninety nine in the states means that the uh, disc version here will be five sixty five. That's doable. I can do that. But if it's launching at five five ninety nine in the states, it's like seven fifty here, which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I think these prices look reasonable. I think it looks yeah. great from everything that they that this leak says is perfect. Too perfect. Yeah. I, I will say that it, it it is too perfect. I think it's also weird, like they're talking about being able to copy your game, save data, all that stuff using the Ethernet cable. Like I think that's odd. Um, it would be. I mean, I feel like it, would you really want to ca- ca- copy all that stuff? I guess there's some people that probably would want to. I would imagine like you shouldn't need to do all that. You can just sign into the thing using your PSN and you're down, linked down, up to your cloud low, where all yeah. your save stuff is anyway, right? Yeah. Even the date, like November 20, that's the week before Thanksgiving. That sounds too perfect. Like everything yep. about this sounds like on point and perfect. If if Xbox is November 6th, this is November 20th. That's X give Xbox a little a week to breathe and then you drop your own. This sounds perfect. Everything about this sounds yeah. great. Yep. Yep. It does. Everything does. I mean, even the Blu-ray player actually being able to play Ultra HD is running faster, not playing audio CDs. I mean, Who the heck still have audio CDs? But they, they already said like, yeah. they already said that Ultra HD Blu-rays would be able to play. Yeah. So I mean, everything in this leak feels like it could be legit, but you gotta take it all with a grain of salt. But if this is like the absolute truth for everything, I'm excited. I think it's interesting that they included the included information about like the new um, the software being based on this free BSD stuff with the new browser and stuff like that. I'm like, that's odd, but okay. I don't know people. That, I don't know many people that actually use the PlayStation browser. Like, I'm surprised. I it's still a function. literally the only time I used the browser was when there was that YouTube error. So because the mm. browser was better when you couldn't sign in. Yeah, I've used it once or twice, particularly to watch like um. Adult Swim. Mm. You can watch Adult gonna, Swim. I, I, I thought you were going to say something else. But no, I don't use my PlayStation I mean, to the, watch the, that. There was a report that showed that PlayStation was used very yeah, well for yeah. such adult sites. I, I will say this. <laughs> I have two kids. I would look nuts watching adult sites <laughs> in my living room <laughs> on the PlayStation 4. But there are people who don't have kids. That have PlayStation 4s with web browsers. They want theirs in high definition on their hey, big screen TV so, in the living So, I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about. Uh, how would you feel if they had an app for it on <laughs> PS5? I mean, wouldn't I wouldn't bother me. I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't it. use Lo- it either. It doesn't matter. I would, it wouldn't I mean, bother me as long as they make it so kids can access it. You, yeah. Right, you gotta have to have you gotta have an account. You gotta have parental supervision on stuff like that. Like it should yeah. force you to create those things if you're gonna download an adult app. But to each his own, you know. Yeah, I would never use it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about the 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 hard drive size? That's been like a, a hot topic. People it. have been frustrated. I by it. hate it. 
So me and Donnie had a long back and forth in our Discord about that, about people using, like, he wants to be able to just take his external that's plugged into his PS4 now and then just plug it into the PS5 and have everything work, because that's the way it works with the Xbox. I don't know very many people um, outside of some of us here who actually have externals hooked up to their system, so I don't know that a lot of people would be doing that. And then also, with that, I'm wondering, like, for example, PS4 game. So, Avengers, we're going to have it on PS4. Some of us will have it on an external. When you get the upgrade to the PS5 version, do you then have to put that on the internal driver? Can you still run that from the external? I'm going to go with you'll probably have to put it on the internal because it's a, it, it would use, it's a PS5 version. It would use the, yep. at, the hybrid drive. Yep. I'm thinking the same thing. And then it almost makes the external, unless you're playing really old games that aren't going to get an upgrade, it makes the external almost like negligible. And, and again, like at this point, let me let me preface this with I know I'm in a position where I can do this. Uh, I'm not getting rid of my PS4 because if I want to play PS4 games, I'm literally just going to turn my PS4 on and play them there. Um, but, uh... Like, there might be people who have to trade in their new console to get the new one. Which, by the way, if you're doing that, don't go in at launch day. Literally do not. Don't. Because, you're again, games get delayed all the time. Stuff happens. And you're going to have maybe two things to play. And you'll get to the point where you beat them and have nothing to play. So don't do that if you have to trade in your system. Like, I know it's unfortunate you want to jump in with all the new stuff. But take it from someone who had to trade their PS3 to get into PS4, don't do it. Because there's, like, maybe a couple launch games that you'll get, and then you'll be out of stuff to play for months. So, Well, I mean, if they're able, if everything is backwards compatible, I mean, you could just download the stuff to an external. Sure. And off the external. So, I mean, there's, there's cases to be made. I totally understand, like, not being able to play all the stuff that you already had because you had to train in the system. But hopefully yeah. if this backwards compatibility actually works out the way it does... And if you can just install all your yeah, PS4 games wasn't on the external. That, wasn't that part of the rumor too that like pretty much everything will work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumors about everything working. Some games may not work great, but everything that's on PS4 should be playable on like, PS5. And I again hope that's that's I the hope case. that's the case. But also there's pretty much like a rumor that unless it's a game that's only been played by like one person, it's gonna work fine. Yeah. Yeah. I really like to, would like to see how much the external or the additional storage is going to cost. Yeah, so do I, because I'll probably need it. Because let me tell you, uh, Hitman comes out January 2021, and oh boy, I'm jumping into that. Yeah, I'm wondering if like games like Call of Duty Warzone, Call of Duty, oh, which is like which, a 300 gig game, which, which are they gonna be able to optimize that yeah. for SSDs for this next? generation of consoles like they've got to be able to find a way to get that sauce that file size down and take advantage of ssds in pcs as well as on the ps5 and uh xbox series like let let me just preface here with that that file size is ridiculous but also fun fact did you know that while warzone is a separate download if you own modern warfare like the full call of duty game you can't download warzone separately you have to download the full game because it locks you out yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Like that game is huge. Even Destiny, Destiny is like a hundred and something gigs. And yeah, I but imagine if everything is going legit 4K, that means those assets typically are going to get bigger. Yeah. So I'm praying that that these companies are finding ways to optimize the actual install size of these games to take advantage of the faster storage medium. 
so that they don't take up as much of a, a hard drive footprint. But we shall see what happens because I feel like, yeah, that uh, 700 gigs of available space will be eaten up pretty quick if some of these games are anything over 100 gigs. Yeah, I get it, though. Like, you got to cut costs. I don't think you're going to put a two terabyte hard drive, SSD drive in a PS5. You won't be able yeah. to. They, they they literally can't afford to at this point. Especially if they're getting giving these consoles out at these prices. They literally can't afford yeah. it. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You getting the disk drive, Delvin? And at four ninety nine, yes, I will. You already I have, knew my, you, you already knew I, my answer. I, yeah, like, I knew I knew you're getting it. Well yeah, but again, uh also by the way, this author is a turf, so just so we're clear, uh I already paid for these before that information came public. Uh, I, I don't know what that is. Uh yes you do. Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh no no Harry Potter is. No, you know what a turf is. I told you what it is in the Discord. Um I am the, senile. <laughs> Why do you not give my credit sure. my oldness? Let, let me just preface. It's someone who thinks that I'm a man, which not the case. Okay. Um, gotcha. I own four K Blu rays. I am definitely getting the four K like the, the disc drive version. So. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy a four K Blu ray player and call it a day. If my kids really want to watch 4K Blu-rays, but we pretty much watch everything digitally. We don't really do discs. I've become very lazy in my old age. There have been there have been movies that I have on DVD, and I'm like, I don't feel like getting the disc. I'm, I'm just gonna buy the digital I mean, version. That's fair. It makes it um, easier for my kids too. I mostly watch everything on YouTube now because, again, um, I literally just buy everything on Google Play and just watch it on YouTube. Uh, speaking yeah. of, by the way, I, I know that I you know, I recommend stuff like crazy, but uh, Donnie recommended this film to me and I went and watched it immediately. If you're at all interested in like the history of the Tony Hawk video games, please go watch Pretending I'm a Superman because that is fantastic. It's like an hour long. It's available to rent on like Google Play or iTunes or Voodoo or any of that. Um, it delves into like the whole history of like skateboarding and how the Tony Hawk games got made and how like the the industry got bigger because of the Tony Hawk games. Uh, it's very good. I like it's so good. I bought it. Like that's cool. how good that documentary is. So nice. So yeah, we've got some great rumors. Hoping that this uh, Iron Man PS5 guy is correct about these things because everything here sounds fantastic. I would love it for it to be three ninety nine for the digital, four ninety nine for the for the full version. November twentieth sounds like a great date. Um, yeah, PlayStation. We're just waiting on you to confirm. Yeah. Anything. Give us some info. Hopefully, we get something at Gamescom, or we get another state of play. Like surprise state of play next week. PS five info. That'd be good. Uh, actually, I think that's probably a likely chance. Um, I think they'll probably come out uh, right after Gamescom is over and be like, "Hey, here's another state of play." Okay. If we don't actually wishful get that, thinking. I mean, also this is huge wishful thinking. What if we get the pre order information during Gamescom? That'd be great too. That's what next week, Saturday, or uh, Saturday? it's the twenty seventh. The twenty seventh, yeah. Same day That'd as the Control DLC. Oh yeah, there is. Huh. And also, tell me why. I'm not playing that. You're horrible. I just I can't I can't do those games. That, that's fair. I again that- I'm very I'm very excited about that game because it features a trans man as the lead. So that's only yeah, on Xbox, cool. right? Yeah, uh, it's on PC as well. So. Guess I gotta dust that off means the old Xbox. Xbox for him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not playing it on PC. 
Again, we're, we're, I again, mean, your PC is held together with duct tape, so who yeah. knows? It'll, it'll be it'll be on Game Pass too. But if you want to wait, Delvin, like two weeks, because the full game will be out on September 10th. There's only three episodes, and they're releasing a week apart. So okay, that's what's up. All right, well, that's gonna do it here for the PlayStation Experience episode. What 47? We are getting close to 50, ladies and gentlemen. This is awesome. Almost spoilers. Almost Hope a year. you guys. Hey, yeah. hey, let's see how long I can go without missing an episode, because you two have missed plenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's life. That is... Life. <laughs> I, I know that's a weird <laughs> thing, but that's like a point of pride for me that I haven't missed an episode yet, so... Absolutely. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> hey, that, that's what's up. Life happens. It it sucks, but it happens. Question. Yeah, we're getting a whole lot of life in 2020. Yeah, okay, you have a question. What's up? Are we doing anything for episode 50? Why would we do anything for episode 50? Because episode 50. 50. I mean, if you want to okay. do anything, we'll why see. wouldn't we do anything for episode 52? That's a year. Because nobody celebrates <laughs> Who celebrates 52? <laughs> they do 50, and then 100, and then 200. Yes! Just because DC had that garbage new 52 doesn't mean we have to follow. I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, we, bring, we're I almost like the DC cast with y'all. So yeah, I, I wasn't even bringing up New Fifty Two because New Fifty Two is garbage, aside from the Supergirl run because that was fantastic. So yes, it brought us the World Killers, which is a fantastic storyline. So yeah. Oh, and also Red Lantern Kara, which Dev has no idea what that is, but uh, would most suitably be a character that Dev would be. Uh, Red Lanterns are fueled by rage, so Dev never gets angry. He does, so he would. Def, most, he, 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 would, he, would he, just, he he would most definitely be a red lantern. Dev gets indecisive. He's like, whatever, I don't care anymore. I don't think I'd be a red lantern. I'm more like keep it calm and cool and just real shady on the back end. Like you don't know what I'm thinking. So a white lantern then? Sure, there's a there, white. Are, there are only, there are known red, yellow, and green. There are red, seven, yellow, green, the, white. Blue. Yellow, pink. Uh, pink. There's a lot. There, there's a whole spectrum yeah, of rain colors, and they each have a different emotion tied to them. Yes, this is why I live in the Marvel land. I mean, everything there makes sense to me. I, I mean, no, it doesn't because the Infinity Stones. I are said worse. to me. I said to me. Hey, the Infinity Stones do worse. So, I'm okay with the Infinity Stones. Thanos is stupid though. Like, why snapping? <laughs> you know, just kill off half. Just make more infinite. You have the Infinity Stones. Like, why? You're just an ass. That's why. Yeah. You just want to see the world burn. That's, that's basically what it is. Hey, maybe Thanos. No, 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 no. That's that's fine because they 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 couldn't do this in the cinematic universe because they didn't own like Fox yet, so they couldn't do like this. But in the comics, the 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 reason he does the whole snap is to try and impress Death. Meanwhile, Death. death is, yeah. Meanwhile, Death is full on in love with Deadpool. In love with Deadpool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I. I I think that was their original plan was the to court death because I think it, there was even like mention of that in like the very beginning of it and then it yeah. just changed to something totally different. Yeah, I think originally Hella was supposed to be deaf, mm-hmm. but that didn't, that didn't work out. So, no, no. Anyways, this has been episode forty-seven of the PlayStation <laughs> Experience. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed yourself here, um, and all Tan- of our wonderful tangents and shenanigans. It's what we do best. Um, if you enjoyed your time here, we invite you to just come take a look at our Patreon at patreon.com slash PSVG. And for just $3 a month, you can help Delvin feed his kids and listen to the Strong Style podcast. Yes. <laughs> 
But yeah, man, if you if you enjoy our content, check out our Patreon. We've got I think there's eighty something episodes in the Patreon feed right now, and there's only going to be more. So it's it, three dollars a month is just a great deal, and it helps us just create more content that hey, we love to share the, with you guys. There's the great new format for DLC, which is like interviews one on one with the cast. So, yep, 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 yep. All DLC of them have been great. great. Uh, we're recording another one, I believe, this Saturday. It's not going to be an interview one. It's going to be like more of a return to our old stuff, just as a breakup of all the interviews. Yeah. Um, but it's good times. Good times. And with that, we just want to give a special thank you to our producers. Evelyn Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone, Saul Barbone, Chris McElfrish, myself, Kyle Hyman, Paul Calicote, Michael Masick, Crochet Surge, and Nick Farber. Thank you all for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. And with that, where can the people find you, Haley? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can also find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, I actually had someone add me from listening to the podcast this week. Uh, so that was good. Um, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. Now, am I going to torture myself? And also, I'm making a challenge to the two of you that I know neither of you will actually participate in. Damn they right. Added, they added a new mode to The Last of Us Part 2. Who's doing it? Cause, uh, nope. So <laughs> what? Uh, there is uh, permadeath now. Um, I'm not even talking about Grounded because I'm not playing that game on Grounded. Uh, the Rat King can go stuff itself. Um, I challenge both of you to play through that game on permadeath. Why? I would Why? die way too soon and it'd be uh, over here. I'm no, no, no. For what? Because there are different modes you can set for permadeath. It's not just straight permadeath. You can you can do straight permadeath, or you can set it to redo by chapters, or or like um, separate. I forget what it is, but there's three settings for it. So I challenge you to play through it on per- permadeath. I know you two don't care about the trophies, but I want to see who beats it first. Can I play permadeath easy? Yes, you can put it on any difficulty. And play through the game on permadeath. And you can set it so that at you, when you die, you only lose like 30 minutes of progress. You're not going back to the beginning of the game. Because, by the way, anybody who manages to beat this game on permadeath with uh, w- like full-on permadeath, like straight up like, hey, you die, you're right back at the beginning, you're crazy. Good luck with the Rat King, because that boss fight is ridiculous. Um, I might try to have to go through Shishima. Um, like, it's in the settings mode. Like, there's Grounded too. Uh, I'm not playing on grounded. That's ridiculous. Um, it turns your HUD off for one, which I mean that's not a big deal because that game is really pretty and you don't really need the HUD anyways. Um, but uh, it also turns like your health indicator off, so no, like you you have no idea what your health is or ammo. Uh, and also supplies are so limited that like good luck getting through the first area, like the tutorial area. Good luck getting through it. <laughs> um, nope. Yeah. That'll be That's, a no from me, Doc. Yeah. The the permadeath stuff doesn't affect, like, what's available. It's just there for a challenge, which, again, I challenge the two of you. I know you don't care about the trophy. I do, but I, I want to see who can beat it first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I am putting this out if there. If you get the platinum for Ghost of Tsushima, then I'll try this challenge of yours. So I challenge you that first. Uh, all right. Don't. I still have ghosts installed. Don't test me. I will do uh. it. Just, just to, I will do it just to make you suffer. Um, <laughs> well, I challenge you to make me some muffins and send them to the United States. If you do that, then I will try. Hey, I, I hate to inform you, but shipping muffins over the border right now. Dry ice. Risk it. A, 
You can't buy dry ice in Canada unless you have a permit. I don't think you, you do have that. a permit. You have to have a permit to buy dry ice. It's a controlled substance here. What? <laughs> don't ask. I don't know why, but it's a controlled substance here. Anyways, my point being was I'm gonna stream me playing Permadeath Last of Us uh, eventually, but this week I am streaming the Control DLC when it comes out. So you can find me over on Twitch.tv slash Israel. Sorry for tangenting us, but so so if you buy dry ice in Canada, they like breaking your house and arrest you and stuff and throw you to the floor. That's well, not, no, because if no, you buy you, it, you had the permit. Yeah, exactly. You, like, if you, you don't have the permit, they just arrest you. And I, book you, you can't buy if it. You, if you don't have the permit, you can't buy it. There's not like black market mm. websites for That's what I'm trying ice. to figure out. That's what I'm trying to figure out. If there's some black market when, you, when they're selling dry ice, there's some guy around the corner like, hey, I got that dry ice, homie. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you, I'm wish, bag okay. you, you wish that's how that worked. <laughs> Where can the people find you, Delvin? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Or you can find me in your local hood trying to buy dries. <laughs> Clearly. Shenanigans. You can find me at Dad Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere except for on PSN where I am Dad Ninja Dev 2 and I'm too lazy to change it. And I mean, with that, I mean, it's free for you, though. It is free, but it's work. I'm yeah. good with the two. doesn't bother me. Okay. <laughs> and with that, play has no limits. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. 